in the cabbage. Right, let's get it. Test, test, test. Yeah, we're live. Welcome to In the Cabbage. <laughs> this is crazy. This is pretty bananas right now <laughs> that we're actually doing this. I'm Tommy Sweat. Andrew Witt. Please subscribe. Please listen. Please download. Like. Just a reminder. Keep swinging. in the cabbage i'm your boy tommy swam to my right or your left andrew Witt. what up we are back baby it feels like forever since we recorded last no it really has though because there's been so much that has transpired over the last week or so i was going on a little like foodie trip you were going on a little vacation madison's birthday trip over in vegas oh yeah i feel like we were just separated for a long time and it was probably like actually just a week to be real. I mean, four days, maybe, maybe. max. It felt, that's, felt way too long. That's forever though. Yeah, it's like an eternity for you and I. Yeah, it really is. I just like to know that you're in the same area. Could you ever imagine if we moved no, away from each other? No, don't even start there. Don't even go there. I know. Wouldn't that be tough though? Like, but Yeah, it would be tough because one of our dreams one day is to have a house that's connecting to one another. Right, and I don't see why that's an issue. No, I don't think so. Our kids can go back and forth and play. Exactly. I kind of want it to be almost like a crawling tunnel. Yeah, it'd be kind of fun, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like an underpassage or yeah. something like that. Something fun. And not like a hamster like wheel or like a hamster cage location. Like it would be like underneath. Oh, like, like, I like the hamster, hamster. You like it up top like that? Yeah, or a slide <laughs> and they go from your attic down to your basement and I slide down. Oh, that'd be kind of fun. Right, and there's a slide on yours and you slide down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I like that. I like that. Oh, I'm coming in hot, baby. <laughs> we blow out a hip at like 55, though. Probably. Probably. But um, we're going to have fun-ass time doing it, though. I mean, that is... I mean, if the one place Madison and I would move, we've talked... You and I have talked about that, would be Nevada. Yeah, that's still tough, though, dude. It's, I know it's tough, but we would see each other much more often than it would be if we lived... Oh, got you. In like, Texas. I was, yes, I totally agree. Totally agree. I was more picturing like the both of us going over to Nevada. Oh. I thought we were just, you know, a tandem duo over here, you know? It's no, like, that would be, that would be tough sell for Katie and Madison. Now, Papa's already there. Yeah, I know. I know. We've talked about it many of times, dude. And you, you're, you're sold. I don't know what. But I now mean, you got a house though. What's the I problem? Do. I do. I do have a house. I just live, I went over there and I was talking to an Uber driver. You know, just chatting it up. Classic questions. Right. How long have you been doing this for? Right. You know, you, you ever think they get old of those questions? Oh, for sure. You just pepper them anyway. Yeah, because you're I'm sitting up front normally with them. <laughs> so I got to drive next to this guy, dude. You know what I mean? The first thing I go to is always just, it's sports. And then if it's not sports, then I just shut my ass up. If it's, if it's obvious, I always point something out in the car. That's true. So if there's something crazy in the car, I always go like, what's up with this? And then right. that usually gets the conversation going a bit. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. You can't sit there in silence. It's just going to be, it's one of those tough Especially things. Especially a couple yeah. drinks in me. There's no chance. No, there's no way. There's me no and the super guy are going to be best friends by the time I leave this right. car. You want to make that dude's night, actually. That's normally the goal. I'm going to make this. I'm kind of the same way. I'll drop out all conversations in the Uber ride. If I got the right amount of drinks in me, mm -hmm. the Uber driver now becomes my new best friend for the yeah, next he's 15 the star. minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Make this guy shine. Make him believe that we are winners and we're not hammering gonna puke all over his car right. or her car. I'm on the I wanna go in there and just trick him. 
uh, not this drunk. Right. Or I'm trying to cover up for someone who's too hammered. Yes, exactly. Keep them distracted, baby. Yeah. Flashing lights over here, flashing lights over here, nothing going on over there. Sure, there's a girl puking in the back. You don't hear or smell it. There's no chance. No. I'm going to talk over her. Right. Is someone going to stick back there? No, sir. Nobody no. is sick here. No, we're fine. We're fine. We're fine. I'm actually the drunkest one here. That's why I'm sitting up in front. I get car sick. Yeah, I do get car sick. Bad right. ears, too. Right. Back to your Raiders, you know what I mean? Uh, right. They're all pissed off about the F1 um, race coming to Vegas. Who's pissed? All the Uber drivers. Why? Well, because they're shutting down the main strip in the oh. Vegas. They're going down. Okay, so I've never actually seen where they are hosting. Okay, and like it's where on the racetrack. The, strip. the racetrack is on the strip. On the strip. You know where Hotel R is in Polo yeah, Towers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right next to Miracle Mile? Yeah. They turn down that. They go down the strip, turn down that. And then remember that long walkway we took? That one time when we were walking to Adesto, or not Adesto. Um, Elara? No. no. Me and you were walking. Oh, oh sorry. You're going, we're going to um, Avicii. 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 Yes. That's a t- I mean, that's a, t- <laughs> that's a tough way to describe it, man. <laughs> he died. And he was famous for it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, Avicii. We walked in. What hotel is that? That was Polo Towers, but the street we walked on. Right, right, right. Yeah. Was, that, okay. So that's that where they turned down as well. Got it. They go around the, you know, that's encore. so sick. If there is one sporting event as I would just want to do once, I feel like F1 would be one of those things. I feel like I would like to do it one time. I don't know if you got enough in me to go like multiple years. Yeah. One time, just to like hear everything, see everything, see how fast these dudes are flying through. That would be a sick place the to Vegas, watch a race. Vegas, I think, is going to have it every year now. It's gonna I think like a, so. A staple race. I think so. There's also one in Long Beach as well. Um, it's not F1, but it's like an F2 or like indie car type race. Right. And it's in Long Beach. And I would, wouldn't mind checking that one out because that, that's much more affordable. I mean, you've got to like donate like some sperm at a sperm bank to go and like go <laughs> to go and see these go guys. Hit, go hit out of the closet real quick on the way in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was it? Free AIDS testing? Free AIDS testing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we, you know, for people who don't know here, Andrew and I lived our first apartment in Long Beach. You and I's was just a trash hole. I mean, that's been really nice. Yeah. It wasn't, I mean, but our rent was $200. To, to, to the Loma. Yeah. I loved it. It just was not a nice apartment. No. Those are facts. Right. Yeah. Remember was... when we initially carpet cleaned that place? Oh, remember yeah. Remember what happened with that place? It was one of the craziest looking liquids coming out of that carpet. And it yeah, wasn't it was just tough. like, oh, it wasn't just, now we're not taking the industrial Home Depot carpet cleaners, that thing. No. But it was like, you know, a carpet cleaner. And it's got soap and hot water going through this thing. And we had to go four or five runs over the same strip of carpet. It was disgusting. Why'd we do that? Because our carpet was black. I remember that. Why'd we we even clean it? Were we moving out? Well, they were... No, no, no. Not moving out. I think it looked like that when we moved in. There's there's no... There's no, like... You know, main like Irvine company is going to come in and repaint your walls and like right. clean your it was carpet. Trash. It, yeah, it's just it's that. There's a reason why we we're paying two hundred bucks for rent. Yeah, but you it know. was two bed, two bath, yeah. one and a half bath actually, no shower. 
So yep. two bed, one and a half bath. I mean, the bathroom was through the walkthrough closet. I loved it though. <laughs> yeah, it really was great. It yeah, because so cool. it would be the puking room. Yeah, and um, you would just fall asleep in the closet. Oh, so amazing. And that carpet was nasty, but nobody just, gave a damn. It was better than the bathroom floor at that point. Oh, my God, for sure. Other people puked on that floor. <laughs> yeah. I remember waking up and someone be in the closet, and you're like, dude, I need to grab a shirt for work. What are you doing in here? <laughs> yeah. That that didn't happen that many times, but still. No, but it was, it was there was a couple. Yeah, there were a few nights. And uh, At least um, you went to sleep that night. <laughs> plenty yeah. of times you're just rallying the troops and you're taking like your last shotgun and we're still drinking you're going to work at fresh and easy at 3 30 in the morning yeah that was a tough time you ripped a shotgun though a couple of times not just one singular time <laughs> yeah i went to i went to work at that place drunk a couple of times for sure <laughs> oh yeah i think majority of the time because it would be like i worked saturday morning i i remember it being so it felt so bad when i signed up Immediately, right? I'm looking all day for a job. Yeah. You know, I'm going to like different grocery stores, different places, trying to get something, no interest. It's also like my first or second day doing it. Right. I just walk in, I hand a resume and that's it. And I fill out some and I turn them in and I'm, and I'm out. And I walked into Fresh and Easy and the guy basically hired me on the spot. They were desperate for people. Yeah. They were like, he's like, hey, I'm like, I, I would love a job. He's like, great. Uh, you start like two weeks from now. <laughs> Um, paperwork just, just fill this out Uniform? a little bit what about what, like, yeah. anything like <laughs> fill this out a little bit and i'm like okay and he's like do you mind working morning shifts right and i say what do you mean morning shifts oh i don't even ask i assume yeah. you, you, you 8 a.m 8 a.m i'm a i'm 20 20 years old i think at this point let me see well, 20 or 20 or 21 i, I was right around there yeah and so i thought early morning was 8 a.m Right, no problem. No problem. I'm up at a.m. I was doing it at my last job. No problem. Working right. at a golf course. Right. Come to find out my first shift is at 2.45 a.m. I thought it was start at 4 a.m. No, I remember shifts at like 2.45, 3.45 a.m. Oh, my God, bro. Yeah. I mean, that is just another level. 3.45. I would wake up at 3.45. That's bad advertising by that man. 3.15. It was, I mean, like between the early hours now. And um, this guy's just coming in and people are coming in with resumes. And the first question he asks is like, boom, you're hired. Do you like working morning shifts? No questions asked. Because right. they're just trying to get someone to fill that, that shift because no one wants to do it. I mean, like uh, that's an ungodly, ungodly time to it's go to work. Ridiculous. And I get it. Like if it's, I know a lot of like radio talk shows mm -hmm. in the morning. I know they have to get up at like 2 a.m. It's crazy. It's just not the lifestyle you ask a college kid who's 20 years old. Exactly. To, to exactly. Future career, if it's a big sacrifice and something you're working for, not fresh and easy. 36 years old, you're asking me to get up at 2 a.m. Like, and I'm, make, I'm making hundreds of thousands of dollars. There's probably a chance I can get it done. I wouldn't love it. Be tough. I don't know. 2 a.m. is ridiculous at anything. 4 a.m. No problem. Is real quiet over here. 4 a.m. <laughs> no problem. But to wake up every day, though. Yeah, 4 a.m. every day. If I had you to, you wouldn't have to do those shifts every single day, though. You'd work those shifts twice a week. Yeah, which is still way too many. And times. So that's you get over like overtime pay. Okay, well, you know. so it just depends. This grocery store did not. I remember walking in, and they were like, first time I'm basically drunk, and they're like, they're busting their ass too. 
They're working hard at 245. Oh, God. I'm, I'm grabbing like a singular box at a time. Like, you know, they're just blowing by me. The guy's like, yeah, you got to drink coffee in the morning. You got to have a caffeine pill. I'm taking like 15-minute lunches. Yeesh. I'm like, there's no no more doing this. Brutal. I finally like broke down, like called my mom, crying yeah, in mean, rascals. I'm like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't keep this up. <laughs> no. There's no chance. There is no chance. <laughs> Your boy. I'm like, I'll move home. At this point, because I, I was I was also driving from there, going back home in Orange County, on my on my off days. Yeah, why were you doing that? Because I was you going to school, back, right? Yeah. yeah. See, that's brutal. So I was waking up at like three a.m. on the weekends and waking up at like six a.m. during the weekend. Weekdays. You walk when you walk through that door after one of those days. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might as well just been dead behind the eyes. Nothing was going on. Oh no! It was like a hey, what's up? And then just dunk immediately to bed. Yeah, you're just close the door, laying down in bed, phone action, right. beat. I can't. That was it. Was four there, months. I, you can't get pestered by like three other guys that are hanging out, watching a basketball game, sipping a beer. Nope, this ain't that time for me, boys. Yeah, I'm gonna keep this guy walking right on home. Yeah, <laughs> it was tough because I would be with guys who would be partying still. So then I come back and people are still drinking. Like, and that's when you're like, okay, what is going Wait, on? Wait, what time? Like eight in the morning? Like what six do you mean? in the morning sometimes I get back. Oh my God. Like, well, not me. No, not you. Other not guys me. who'd be hanging out be, yeah. or passed out early from, you know, in the morning and stuff like that. But man, I don't even know how we got here. Where, where do we go? Where are we coming? You know what I mean? It was from Vegas, but. Okay. So back to Vegas here. <laughs> I mean, we're 14 minutes into this thing and we we're on a tangent already. It was, a good, tan- it. It was a good tangent. I love it. This is what we're here for, baby. A little yeah. in the cabbage stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so back to Vegas. I could move there. You know what? It was F1. That's what got F1. us there. That's what wow, got us there. Boy. So that was the... Uh, I wanna, uh, Let's go to IndyCar race in Long Beach. I'm in. Because I think we looked at... Katie and I looked up tickets. And it was like... Dude, it was ridiculous. It was like $1,200 a ticket. That's what we looked up too with the Vavrox. And we were going to get a hotel, Lara, and look at the race just going by. And the hotels were just... Just through the roof. I'm through sure. the roof. Yeah. It's and, crazy. It's just, and then at this point, they're repaving the whole strip. Wow. Everything. Re, like, it's just. Wow. That's really cool. Yeah. Whoever the mayor is of Las Vegas, to, the idea to like start permitting some of these professional teams and letting this happen is just such a great idea. It's reviving Vegas for sure. It's just another part of money bringing in and entertainment. Yeah. It's just great. It's, yeah, elevated entertainment for sure. Yeah, Because no, everyone else is ramping up theirs and Vegas was kind of just doing like their normal like comedy shows and mm-hmm. like, you know, this kind of stuff, magic, whatever. <laughs> you know, I mean, like it's all fine and dandy, but like, you know, let's get if some sports up If you're not into the shows, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Because now you know? if you're like a diehard, you know, Golden Knights fan, you go to Vegas Thursday, watch the game Friday, hang out Saturday, come home Sunday, like... Now we're talking. That's a good weekend. Right. And you got football going on the same time. Maybe you, you marry those up. Yeah, it's all good stuff. So would you live close to the Strip in I Vegas? live in um, Summerlin, where Bears For- Best is around yeah, that area. Yeah, that's great. That's a really cool spot. Um, See, I could do that. Around could, that could, area, could, yeah. probably in a new, new home build out there. And no state tax. You make, like, what, $175,000? You take the money you have here and you go over there. Like you can. Oh my God. Yeah. Live, live forever out there. Yeah. <laughs> you never have you're, to like worry sure. about anything. For sure. You're, I mean, you're doing much better than over here. Right. But, anyways, 
had a great trip. It was the wifey's birthday, like you said, a little surprise birthday party, which I thought she absolutely knew what's happening, you know, just by the questions she yeah, was asking. How, I never really fully dug and got that info out of you. Yeah, so... Um, because you had your suspicions. Right. Well, one, because none of my family could keep a secret. Well, you know. Right. We all blab our mouth by accident, right. and we blow it somehow. <laughs> and, uh, like, in fact, my mom, like called me asking like, hey, I'm cutting, you know, um, your in-law's hair today. And is there anything I can't tell her? And I'm like, no, no, you're good. You're good. You're good. Sure enough, I get a call afterwards from my mom. I didn't know that she didn't know that Jake was coming. And oh my that, God. <laughs> you know, and then she was able to back out of it though. And like, be like, well, I don't know if it's for sure or not. I was wondering if you had an update. I can't believe there we that. Go. You know, there we blah, go. Blah, blah. There we go. So she backed out of it, wait, but wait, still. Way to bring it home there, Vicky. Keep it under wraps a little bit. Yeah, she she uh, she came back around. Um, it was just, you know, super, she would be asking me, um, did we end up inviting anyone? <laughs> yeah, those questions. Right. I'm like, no, we didn't invite anyone. And if you know my wife, there is 100% a follow-up to that question. Tons. There's yeah. There's tons of questions. Well, what are we doing? What's going on? Is right. it just us two? Are you sure? Like yeah. yeah. Like, can we invite anyone now? Would be another question mm -hmm. if she really wants somebody there. So, I was like, oh, she knows. So I just dropped it, you know, and just try to move it, move on from the topic. So she was really surprised, though. Actually, yeah, she had no idea. So my wow. whole family came. Her family came. We all celebrated. Um, we, the reason why we were there was to go to a Jonas Brothers concert. Yeah. I know. So let's let's you know roll back that time clock right yeah, there. Yeah, let's let's just get right to the juice. Uh, one of the best concerts I've been to. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy to hear, but I can definitely see that place rocking. Though I mean, rocking in a different kind of way, and I'll let you like kind of extend right and elaborate on that. Right. So basically, we walk in. The place is already slammed. Doors open at seven. Concert starts at eight. Okay. Or door, whatever. Doors open at six. Concert starts at seven. It's their five albums in one night. It's all of their albums they've done, and they're t they're taking each like some of their favorite songs out of each right. album. So you're getting all ranges of Jonas Brothers fans, newest to youngest. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, oldest. And I'm gonna get in line to get merch because it's one of Madison's birthday presents. And the line's already wrapping outside the door, like already wrapped around the corner, dude. And I'm pretty toasty at this point. Five, six shots deep, back yeah. in the room. Yeah. Cocktail walking there. Because you can. Um, um, you know, I'm in Vegas. Because you need to. Yeah. Tommy's a different Tommy in Vegas. Totally. And you're also going to a Jonas Brothers concert. Right. You got to be a little turned up. For I got to enjoy this, you know? Yeah. <laughs> And I'm going to enjoy it regardless. Like, one of my favorite things is, like, watch my wife geek out about things she really loves. It's, it's very... very it, there, I was going to say, there's few things that Madison really geeks out about. Right. So when she's geeking out about right. something, you just want to feel that fire. Mm -hmm. um, so I see this line, and I'm like, well, I'm going to have to tell my wife we're not getting her merch. Because there's no way I'm waiting in this line. And she's telling me, like, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. Okay, nice. And so I think to myself, bullet. I'm like, what would I do if I was rich? How would I fix this problem? I'd say I would go up to the first person that line, offer him money to buy me a shirt. Yep, that's the first thing I yeah, did. I mean, I thought that's what you did. That I, was that that's why I did. And I end up really. Mm -hmm. I end up walking to a couple that are kind of like hanging out. Yeah, they're being all like kissy and lovey on each other. I walk in like, hey, sorry to interrupt. You know, it's my wife's birthday. 
This line's killer. I'm not going to wait. Can I throw you 20 extra bucks on top of my order and you can keep it? Just give right. me the shirt. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. That was exactly my play as yeah. well. I was like, "There's, it's either they're done and they're just going to get Amazon merch. Right. Or, or I'll, I'll rebuy on eBay or something. Exactly. Or you just go and ball out. And go to the person that's five people back and be like, oh, I'm going to pay you for this. Yeah. So Great I ended up buying like, you. like a $60 shirt was an $85 shirt. No big deal. And I said, whatever. No that, big that deal. That 20 extra minutes was or not even the hour I was going to say an hour, bro. It would have been like doors open, me waiting in that line, and then the concert ending. And you turning around and getting out. Getting so I got a cocktail. We walked around, had some popcorn. And 20 bucks, no problem. You can make that up on the blackjack table, potentially. Yeah, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't win a goddamn bet. Um, so, you know, the opening band hits. Yeah. They're called Lawrence. They're from New York. And um, I'm just at the perfect amount of drunk this whole concert. Yeah, I love that. But I'm, I'm coasting the whole way. Love that. Like I had enough to get me there. I was plenty drunk. And then you're just sipping cocktails to keep it nice or, and like a good The wifey level. got like half of one left. And I just sipped on that the rest of the time I was there. And that's all, all I was needing. There is that special line of booze that you can kind of hover around. Yeah. And when you hover that line, it's wow, what a beautiful thing. When you, I usually blow right past it. Yeah, you don't even know the line exists. <laughs> you blow right through on that On the golf thing. course, though, I know it, I know it exists. Yeah, when you really, really need to find it, you can find it. But no most doubt. of the time, if, if the rains are off, Papa's through the roof. We're going for it. You know, I'm at a concert. If it's Jonas Brothers, I'm going to be. Like, if we go to one of those 90s nights and we go listen to um, at the Wayfair. Yeah. Uh, I'm blanking on the cover Me band's too. name. Studio Punk. <laughs> sure. sure. Studio Punk when they're going and we're like in like the basement side section over there. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can catch me just, you know. Oh, blast like, it. Putting down six, we're seven doubles. We're listening Easy. I am just. I'm, I'm jumping up and down screaming. Oh, for Singing sure. the song. Yeah. Loving every minute of it. Not exactly. worried about a thing. I'm like, whatever so that's that great. is, it is. That's a beautiful thing that you found. That's a little sweet spot right there. You just, you know, nice in the pocket the whole time. Oh, in pocket. Nice and pretty. And um, this band comes on. It's like a brother-sister big band. It's the only way I can describe it. Horn section, drummer, bass, two guitars. Wow. Like some backup singers. It's okay. A, it seems like a band. So you're, you're looking at Keyboard. like up, upwards of 10 people up yeah. there on stage. Around there. Wow. And this girl, little white girl, pigtails. I don't know how old she is. I can't tell. Like 23, 22. Yeah. Young. Looks young. And... um the pipes that are coming out of this girl is just unreal. Yeah, you were telling me that, that about that, that this gal is just unbelievably talented. And it was just, I was sitting there, I'm like, they're opening for the Jonas Brothers. They're traveling the world, I assume. They're with them a lot of these concerts. Oh, yeah. The crowd is already kind of filled. You're already kind of doing arenas. Like, that's so cool. And And for her to be that talented... You know, she went through some bullshit in the industry where they, they, you know, highs and lows of everything. I'm basically goddamn crying in this thing. Yeah. I'm like, wow, it's just um, so cool to see someone so talented, like, come up like this. And just thinking, like, oh, man, I hope I have one of those moments. You know what I mean? I would love to find that stride. But, yeah. You know, yeah, we're going we're gonna to touch on it in a little bit. But, you know, I got a little emotional myself in a different kind of fashion. But... It's cool. And I think the age plays a factor. Not, yeah. I guess, like me, like not our age, their age. Mm -hmm. Like the performer. They're younger than us, like 21, 22. And they're like performing in front of 
thousands of people. Yeah, she could, you know what? She could be 30. I'm just really bad at telling age, but she's younger. She does look younger. And yeah. so you like get that like perspective now, I feel like. Mm -hmm. And you can see like, damn, they like, they kind of, they found their stride. I don't know who these people are. Right. You know their name now. Yeah, I heard, I heard them on TikTok right before this, which was funny enough. And they play one of their songs I knew. And I was like, oh my God, I've been hearing that song everywhere on Instagram and uh, TikTok and um it's just crazy. I was just like, I was in my feelings about it. And then they got off. Jonas Brothers get on pretty soon after. Mm -hmm. And the place erupts. <laughs> like I've never heard before. My wife screaming. Coral screaming. My mom screaming. Mikey comes. Timmy comes. Mikey screaming? No. <laughs> Timmy and Mikey were not. I was given a little like clap <laughs> whistle. I was like, you know, I'm, getting, I'm, I'm vibing with it. Sure, sure. And uh, my wife just was like from ear to ear, like smiling. Oh, I just can't help myself and start to right. laugh. I'm like, this is everything. They come up the through. They come up through the floor. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just ascending, just like you know. And they're just hot as fuck. And they're all like dads now. So all I see is like I heart hot dad right, shirts right. everywhere. So you know, and I mean, they're how old are they now? Are they are they like mid thirties? Yeah, I mean, mid to young 30s. Okay. Um, and they're all just, you know, they're great performers. It's, it was fun to watch. It was fun because the whole crowd was in it from start to finish. You know, everyone that's there is big time, long time Jonas Brothers fans. And so like... Yeah. And they're playing bangers from like, I mean, way back. Like their like first 08? or second, like their first or second album. I don't even know when some of this stuff came out. Oh six, oh eight. No idea. Masson was a middle schooler. There we go. There we so, go. So yeah, uh, yeah, it's gotta be like oh five, oh six. Mm -hmm. You know, around then. Wow, that feels like a eon ago. That's a long time ago. That's <laughs> crazy, bro. I forget. I'm, she's also a couple years younger than me. Yeah, she's twenty eight. Just turned. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple and, years. Yeah. So. so that'll put her like 2010, probably in middle school and nine. Because I was in 07 to 11. You know what? Let's let's curb this because oh, math wow. is not our strong suit right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's get back to our pocket right, right here. Right back to the pocket. <laughs> <laughs> We're really just showing. I love when you get in that math though. You get really into it. But anyhow. Um, it's not important right now. Right. We got here by the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and their sex and their dad's sex appeal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> their jacket. One of them like came back out. The jacket fell off his shoulder. Place erupts. You know, like the jacket. They can see his shoulder. Uh, they take a squat. The place erupts. They reach out, touch a hand. That people are freaking out. It's like the Victorian era where like someone like slips like a oh, wrist. It was. <laughs> And Timmy starts laughing. And he, the next day, he's like, dude, the funniest thing happened last night. The, he was behind, or the girls were behind him, some girls. He doesn't know. And they're, um, like, screaming, this guy's so hot. Like, back to their friends. Yeah. They're so hot. Oh, my God. They're so hot. And they're screaming, like, erupting when the shoulder shows. Mm -hmm. And Timmy's like, I thought boys were horny. But like, you know, like I've never screamed at a girl showing her shoulder before at a concert. These girls are animals out here, really? <laughs> and they were, man. They it's were so true. Like if I ever saw a girl's jacket fall off her shoulder, my instinct is never to scream. Or like, no. oh, that's so hot. You gotta do some heinous stage things on the stage for me to start screaming. Right, sure. Yeah, I mean, you got it's, it's, this. Is not a two way street. I I can't think of a situation where I'd be going crazy like no, that. No, no. 
I mean, it would be bananas. Um, anyways, they kill it. And I just, um, it's finding so much joy in watching my uh, wife just uh, live this moment back when she was a child, you know, again. Mm-hmm. And it brought me like so much joy seeing it and like providing that experience for her, you know. Yeah, really cool. Because you can tap into something when you're young like that. And I could see it like just, you know, on her. I don't know what it's like an aura where you're like, oh, sure. she is just like in her. She's in her 12 year old right body again. Mm-hmm. Just loving this music. Just drunk as fuck. <laughs> and uh, it was awesome. And just, you know, in those moments, you know, I, I guess I find that I really enjoy sometimes making like, like you forget that you enjoy making people happy. Mm-hmm. Like I really enjoy that. Like yeah. curating experience for somebody mm-hmm. or um, providing something for somebody or a laugh or whatever. Just to make brighten their day a little bit. And I guess sure. she gets so jaded, like with work and stuff like that, and your life and what you got going on. And it's all me, 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 you know, and you forget like how much you enjoy like being like truly selfless in that, you know, like I don't want to go to a Jonas Brothers concert at all. It's Saturday night, right. Friday night. I want to watch football or do something else. And uh, I just had a blast and it was uh, super fun to see it. And, um, yeah, man, it was just a great time. It's one of those like things. It's it's it could be one of the. Um, I think you said it best. It's like the day to day, make trying to make someone laugh, cracking jokes. You know, you can find joy in that. Just being courteous or nice to someone, you can find joy in that. And someone like respects that, or just you knowing right in the back of your head, like I just you know maybe maybe I had a positive impact or spin. But then there's the full situation that maybe you kind of, because you kind of lose sight of that, but you go like the full distance here and you go get Madison, like one of her, you know, her lifelong dreams concert right there. Right. And she is just losing her mind. And you're like, this is so sick. Like I kind of made this happen. Yeah. It's just a great time to see someone who's very selfless. Like my wife's very selfless and, um, to enjoy something like that was awesome. And then now uh, you proceed to stumble out of that place at the end of the concert. And, <laughs> and my mom's with me and she buys seats for her and Mikey in a whole separate row. My family comes and um, I just also really appreciate, I don't know, I found really a lot of appreciation for my mom. Not like randomly, but just like remembering, you know, how much I appreciate her and what she does for me. Like she always helps me and drop the hat, never questions or asks why she's so so selfless and uh mm-hmm. you know like it's crazy i mean i could it would be hard for me to be that selfless as selfless as my mom is you know for people and um something to live by you know especially as a parent i think that's like one of the I biggest gonna, i was gonna say you just have a kid maybe that'll change a little bit about you know certain people you drop everything for i mean there's there's people out there i drop everything for but it feels like i mean there's i mean like there's limits to everything Right. Whatever it feels like with my mom, it's very, very, like the limits have to be like insurmountable. Yeah. For, you know, that type of So thing. true. I mean, you can ask if you, this is never going to happen. Well, let's just talk hypotheticals because if we don't want to do this, you know, Vicky probably doesn't want to do this, but let's say we're going to go out in Huntington Beach and we want to go out and like drink and go to bars and stuff like that. And you like need her for a situation. Yeah. Or you need her to come out or you want her to come out. She's like, yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm there. No problem. 
Yeah, like, like with a drop like, of a hat. No hesitation. Yeah, it sounds fun. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it's just crazy the amount of... Um, no follow-up questions, really. No. All right, we'll figure it out. All right, let's go. Yeah, which is like, you know, as a kid, you realize like you get anxiety because it's so chill. Right? You know what I mean? And like, it was just, yeah. it was just so funny, the opposite. Because like, I'm opposite now. Oh, yeah. Of that. Oh, yeah. You got a little Glenn in you. I got a heavy Glenn in me. <laughs> And I I have like let's go do it, let's we'll figure it out in me still. Like I wanna do those things, but it's like a little bit more of a check. Yeah, of course. You know, it's a little bit more of a check in. My mom is blind to the check in. Whatever it is, whatever if she can make it happen, she's going to. And it's what's amazing about her. It's really cool. So I just I was like, wow. My mom's like, you know, getting you know, getting older and she's still in Vegas charging it. Helping book a hotel, like helping me get concert tickets, wanting to come to Vegas, you know, just every step of the way of the trip wouldn't have been, you know, possible without her. So it's just, you know, wanted to shout out a little appreciation for her moms out there, you know. You take it, you forget about things like that. Sure, sure. How many people would drive out here right now for me if I asked them to? If you, sorry, say that again? Like if I asked someone to help me out of the drop of the hat, there's very few people you can call like that. Yeah. In your life. Yeah, I know. But, um, I, I, I figured if, you know, the situation is, is dire. Sure. For sure. For if anyone reaches out like that, it's like, well, shit. Right. I bet, I bet, you know, I gotta be there and step up a little bit, but for sure. Um, I guess a follow-up question. Does it, did this trip and seeing Madison like this happy, did it kind of spark a little bit more of like a wow, I need to like invest a little bit more into like other people or making them feel like that or um, did it like it I think it reignited, I think it reignited this feeling of I enjoy making people happy. Mm-hmm. Like I really enjoy it. I just don't, like I guess like you get so lost in your own bullshit, you forget like the little things make people happy and you just like if it's not this or that, they're not going to enjoy it and um, wanting to do things for other people has always been my MO. And I guess, like, for whatever reason, I got jaded towards it. I like I was getting taken advantage of sometimes when I was, like, being really, really genuine or generous and um, kind of was like, yeah, I don't need to be that person all the time anymore. Do you think, um, like, responsibility and or, you know, I guess for lack of a better term, like, just money in general, like, you have to be a little bit more cognizant because you're you're definitely like let's go do something together and willing to spend money. I feel like as well, right? That's how you would want to, you know, share those experiences with people, and you maybe not having some of that could like maybe put that a little bit more on the back burner. For sure, like I I'm very much like I whatever it is I'll do it if I can afford it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, for sure, being broke is definitely you put it's you in tough, a place right? where you're yeah. like. You know, like, oh, can't really do everything I want to do, especially. But that's part of it. You know, if I was living in a cheaper apartment or whatever, I would. Or Nevada. Would, yeah, or Nevada <laughs> wouldn't be an issue. But that's because I choose where to live. But I, not just that. I think it's just my daily selfishness. Sure. More sure. than anything else, you know, like doing experiences with people to make them happy is great. It's cool when you find those experiences or the light bulb aha moment. You know, and you're like, dude, I knew this all along. Right. It's on the. It was on the tip of my tongue the whole time, and then like, boom, you kind of just, you know, click you back snap in. Into you, it. Yeah, in a little bit. It's cool yeah. to get those refreshers. I don't know why it happens because it happens to me too. 
I'll like, you know, it's it very simple. Sometimes I'm just very spacey and not very present at times mm. in conversations. And like, I need a little bit, I, I, I don't know. I need to like, I snap myself out of it and be like, no, like I need to, you know, really dial in, listen a little bit. I don't know. I catch myself drifting in and out of times as well. And so for sure. And I find myself and you do it around people. You're like the most comfortable with sometimes hundred percent. You're, you're yeah. like, Oh wow. Like this person's been talking for five minutes. I haven't even heard a single thing they're saying. Um, and yeah, just be more present and being cognizant that like, I don't need, uh, to feel jaded and I should be more willing and open to helping people and like enjoying that experience of do providing it instead of being like, what have they done for me? Is right. what I get a lot now mm. feeling mm. like, Oh, they haven't done anything. Like what have they done for me recently? I think that just comes with age sometimes too. Um, because I was never really like that when I was young. Sure. I was able to like, whatever, I don't care what they've done for me. I'll just help them regardless. Mm. But now you have less time, less resources, less everything. You're like, well, this yeah. needs to be like mutually beneficial for me to do it. Right. And I think, uh, that's good. I think that's a big one. Yeah. And responsibilities definitely factor in a little bit as well. But, um, did you, uh, did you place any sports bets? No, no, mm -mm. it's probably good. You keep first time not having a losing record. Yeah, I would have. <laughs> yeah, it's tough out there for your boy. I just actually had to throw away all our bat, my bachelor um, party uh, sports bets tickets. Oh, you threw all those uh, those tickers away? Yeah, <laughs> that was interesting. What gained the mic back? Andrew like dropped the mic and tried to like shoulder shrug it back to I his was, mouth. I had to you know finish my sentence there. Yeah, you pushed it right back in. <laughs> um, well, I remember we left bets at the hotel room because That's we woke right. up. We woke That's up. Right. We woke up late. That's right. And of course we did for an 8 a.m., 9 a.m. flight. Of course I, we were. That's late. not like us to miss, be late to a flight. We were, we were scooting our way. <laughs> Buddy. Uh, we, we, by, by a hair of our chinny chin chin. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, physically and to the airport. So basically, I mean, I don't know if we've told the story on here. I don't think so. I, maybe, maybe not. But maybe. I mean, we can talk. We can throw a quick, know. quick version of it. Yeah. Um, bachelor probably go way too hard. And classic, we're doing circus sports bet uh, the day before we leave. Worst decision ever. At the time, it wasn't insanely expensive. I remember it being like two fifty a person. Two fifty ahead. Six hours. Six hours gets you a booth. A booth to in sit the on. middle of the sports book. Mm -hmm. Unlimited food, mm -hmm. and oh wait, unlimited booze. Yep. And let me tell you, we were a little skeptical. Yeah, of it, the unlimited. Booze. It was the price was correct. For the un and I just was like, I don't know how this is gonna work because there's no way they're gonna think we're not gonna drink them out of house and home for six hours of sitting sitting there in a bachelor party. We're gonna ruin them. Like, yeah, we're we're gonna make them go under essentially. Right, that was the goal. Like either I'm losing all my bets, or well, we better know. be winning and drinking enough booze to cover those lost bets for like us to just get unlimited booze. Right, college football is happening. Oh my God! That was when Alabama lost, dude. Yeah. Do you remember that? And there's Alabama frat right in front of us. Yeah, <laughs> this is a grand. No, we haven't told the story. Yeah, we haven't told the story on the pod. Um, so we get proceeded to. I double check with the waitress. I'm like, this has all been paid up in front. This is the price, and it means we get everything on this menu for free, correct? And she hands us the menu. And she goes, "Yes, for the fourth time." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, I was just want to make sure. I was gonna say it wasn't just a confirm. I think it was like a triple, quadruple confirm. I mean, multiple times did I do it with everybody, so and we, we can get so we can get shots. 
There's right. going to be no bill afterwards. No. Nope. nope. Okay. All right. And so unless you get like something, 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 I'm like, that's not happening. It was like, unless you want us to bring bottles to your table or something like that, right. extra bottles to your table, there'd be a charge. And we're like, okay, that's never going to happen. So we proceed to just, I mean, people are ordering shots and the shots are shots on the table. There's shots coming. Like, and people are just doubling up in front of them. People are passing each other drinks. Matt did the whole Matthew McConaughey thing in Wolves of Wall Street where he goes, ma'am, I'm going to need 12 shots every five minutes delivered to this table kind of situations. Right. <laughs> even, if you're, even if they're full, five minutes right. until we're just belligerent and we don't know what's going on. And it proceeded to happen. Oh, and it happened. We, I mean, I was... About as drunk as you can be without blocking out drunk. <laughs> You're um, coming out of there. You might as well just, you know, get the Superman action going on. The shirt's half off. Yeah. I mean, it's fully unbuttoned. Um, <laughs> when that thing around, yeah. when Alabama loses by that field goal. Oh, yeah. When Alabama loses by that field goal, the guy throws his beer on the floor. I'm behind him, like, doing a towel dance. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> it, it was, you know, so we were at that level of drunk. But at this time, my, my only memories were videos actually from people recording that. Yeah, <laughs> we, we ride back into a we we ride back in the party bus. Um, that was fun. I tear re tear my meniscus out there, so yeah. I'm dealing with that. On the night of when you're running back trying to go find people or get your way back to the hotel room somehow, it was that night? Yeah, you get lost. I don't know what happened. You know what? I just I just remember this moment. Mikey and I went left, and you went right. And I was like, where are you going? Like, I'm going back this way. It's faster. And I got lost. And you got lost. Yeah, that's when that's when you need like Papa needs to step in right there. I'm like, no wit. What are you doing? I know, but, I, but at that point I was like <laughs> I know. I didn't your, even know where your you head, were. Your head was barely on your shoulder, so I don't blame you. Yeah, I was like, I didn't know what you were doing. And I don't think I even like I thought you were going with somebody else or whatever. So yeah, dude, we both came back just battered. You blow your ankle out running ankle. back because you remember you you don't remember where you're at, but you click in, you blow your ankle out. Well, yes, I clicked back in because I blew my ankle out running. Right. Because I realized I was going the wrong direction. I'm like, oh no, people are <laughs> people are meeting at the hotel and they're gonna be down in the lobby and they'll have a way to get up. I've got the key. So I just start booking it. And it's like it's not even for a minute. I mean, we're maybe talking 20 seconds of me running. Right. Max. And just, gaga. <laughs> Might as well just smacked my ankle <laughs> off the concrete like a, like a bongo, dude. Oh, bro. <laughs> it was oh, bro. devastating. Oh, my God. The amount of pain. Thank God you were drunk. Because if you were sober, then what happened? You would have been crippled. I was fully clenching teeth, clenching fists, <laughs> blacked out drunk, you know, just hammered. Yeah, you were. And I, I knew how serious it was. Oh, man. And so then I remember like whipping, like finally getting back to the hotel and whipping off that sock. And people, <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> people didn't realize like actually how bad it was. They were yeah. just freaking I out. I was asleep. I think I you was were out. out. I mean, it it took me forty five minutes to like get back home, dude. And went it the wrong like direction. Four thirty a.m. at that point. It was late. Well, was it that late? Bar, I thought, bar I shut was, down. I thought it was two. Bar shut down. We yeah, shut that's right. We went down. to Old Town. We went to Old Town first. Then we went back to the strip and went to the Irish pub again. Shut that bar down one more time. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't believe we actually got in there. I mean, well, every time. And uh, and that's like, yeah, that's something we're going to talk about later. But anyways, we 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 basically wake up 45 minutes before our flight. Essentially. It was like an hour and 10, I think. We packed the day before. Thank God. So we were packed. Thank God. <laughs> but not packed well because we were probably drunk when we were doing it. Just throwing shit in a, in a <laughs> carry-on, lugging our life up to, over to the airport. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was so dude. devastating. And we, I think we actually, it was like an hour and a half we woke up before the flight. That makes more sense. We're, like, we're we, only like 10 minutes from the airport. We got to the airport. And it was like an hour 10, you know-ish. And so we have any issues with security. We're going to have a tough time making that flight. No, like we... If we checked, we checked our bag, we were screwed. And we had any issues with security. The gates were boarding. So it was right. like 45 minutes before our flight. Right. We literally walked through. You got a bum-ass knee limping. Mm -hmm. My ankle looks like a goddamn soccer ball down there. We are drunk, hungover from a four or five, I think it was a five-day Vegas trip. Yeah, it was a long trip. <laughs> it's a long trip. And we just... Um, and we find, right we walk through security, we see fucking Davis... Yeah. Face down in a Burger King. <laughs> just <laughs> laughing, bro. Just dying of laughing. That brought me back a little bit. And I'm like, oh my God. And he just is like, we see him at the bar and he's just like sleeping. And he, we, we like, Dave, he stands up and starts pumping his arm. Yeah. He's hyped we made it. We can't believe we made it. We didn't even know we we're on the same flight together. Oh, that's right. Had no idea. We just dumbfounded. Like, what the fuck are you doing here, dude? This yeah. is crazy. Dave, what's up, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But yeah, man, the Vegas trip overall went great. Um, we went it's to awesome. Best Friends, which is a restaurant, uh, real Ooh, quick. Yeah, I want to hear about that. Um, it was it's Korean fusion, so Koji truck. Yeah, there's a famous food truck in LA. Um, one of the OG ones, many of the ones that actually really set the trend heavy. Um, Roy Choi is the chef. His first brick and mortar is in Vegas. It's in MGM Park, which is by far my favorite hotel there. I still haven't been there, and I really want to go check it out. It looks dope. Yeah, it's really, really good. Um, and all the food was amazing. I had kimchi carbonara. Ooh. Really fire. fire. Okay. It's just so different. It It eats like carbonara with the eggs, but it's not creamy. It's like tangy. Yeah. So I don't know. It's I think it's carbonara in like the sense of how you're making it, but you throw kimchi in it. It also like waters it out a little bit. Sure. I also really can't see what I'm eating because the it's so moody in there. Is it a little dark? Yeah. But the, and they had a live DJ. He slapped. Everyone had an amazing meal. That's Super cool. fun trip. What's the uh, what's the like the price for a drink uh, and an entree? Are you looking at thirty five bucks like, or more? I think five drinks. Like. Four or five entrees, two two twenty, out the door. Okay, that's pretty solid. So like, if you went there, so got 40, two, 50 bucks ahead. Yeah, you went there with K. You can have like two drinks each, and like three entrees. You guys be so full, and you'd be like, you know, one one fifty bill. Yeah, that's not bad. One sixty. I don't even need to go three entrees. Are they not very large? It's share. So like, you get like fried rice. Got it. You get like kimchi got fried it, got rice. It, got it. You that's get, what we're doing tomorrow. Right. By the way, it's like you, you can do that. You can get it for yourself, but they are meant to be shared. Yeah, we'll it's be kinda, sharing. It's kind of like uh, the Little Sisters kind of action. I'm excited. Vietnamese food over in Irvine. If you guys haven't checked it out, place is solid. Very solid. Um, that's really cool, dude. I you you've been we've been trying to actually go there for so long, and when, whenever we go to Vegas, when we take that Vegas trip, whenever that is, mm -hmm. we got to go there. I would love to go to two friends. 
Because yeah. you've been trying to go and get me there for probably best two. Friends, by the way, sorry, best friends. Mm. We're just two friends. We um, are two friends, and we're best friends. So yeah. it's our restaurant. It's um, yeah. I've been trying to get you together for years. It's the best, one of my favorite restaurants on the strip. Because it wasn't it before a food truck out, out in Vegas, yeah. and now they open up the brick in, and mortar in LA. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So. God, I'm really um, fact-checking you here, and you're really holding up strong. Yeah. I also <laughs> said earlier in the podcast, and you missed me on that one. So I was, I told it, and I, I caught you again on it, which is good because Papa was fresh with the facts. And I also keep Perfect. forgetting. I've told everyone a thousand times about it, and my brother was, like, making fun of me. I'm like, because I've told him three or four times to yeah. go there. Like, you're, you love best friends, and he never goes. And uh, I told him again. He's like, did you tell the same story, like, five times to me? So... I've been I've been on it recently, <laughs> but speaking about food weekends, you had a hell of a little foodie weekend too. I did, and I got to give a lot of the credit to you. Yeah, because all these places you're sending me to, one on Instagram or two, you tell me about them. Yeah, and like you know, of course I want to go check those out. Just the same thing. I hope you're gonna love Hanuman tomorrow for Madison's little birthday dinner. I'm I'm, I'm sure we're gonna love it. It's, it's exciting. Gonna be, it's gonna be fire. Yeah, it's, it's insane. It's like fried. It's fried rice that like blows your hair back kind of fried rice. It's like, yeah. I didn't even know this is even a thing. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And um, so went to Boil and Bake, which is a legitimate, and I will say legitimate, con- like very confidently, bagel shop. Very, very, very good. Was the line really long? No line. No line. We also went at noon. We didn't go like for breakfast. There was it was crowded. There was no tables. We had to sit at a bar. But because I think a very, true bagel shop can't be slammed, very, and if it is slammed, it's gotta go quick. Well, here's the thing though: is that it's yes, it's quick because they have very limited menu items. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it, it can. I mean, it could definitely can be. But it's or at the counter, you sit down, they bring you the food, and you get out of there. Right. That's what you want from a bagel place. But I feel like there's not very many. Ba- there's no bagel places here. No, they're good. No. That are good. So if there is a bagel place that is going to be crowded and will take a little bit of time, I will give the you know tip of the cap to boil and bake. I mean, like you know what, I'm gonna go and actually wait ten minutes in line for and, sure, and I'm gonna be okay with that because nobody's slinging out bagels like you guys are. Yeah. Like, I Love Bagels is pretty good. That's the only one I could think of that's, like, decent around here. But, like, that's a chain. It's still chain. not that great. It's nothing like Boyle. No, not terrible. my favorite. Not great. I mean, they get sucks. the job done, but not good. No. Um, I mean, I'm being real snobbish here. But, like, you know, Einstein not really doing it. What's the other? Brugger's Bagels. That one's okay. That one's, that one's like, better, I think, as far as chain. For you sure. Think, you think so, too? Brugger's is better. Um, Einstein socks. I love bagels is my favorite. Okay. Gotcha. I don't know if I've gone over there before, but honestly it's got, I don't, I don't even need to really try it or I can try it. It's just not going to touch boil and bake. Right. Unbelievable. What'd you get? Um, this is not going to be your favorite, but I mean, I had to get it cause I love, Locks. I love salmon and lox. Yeah. Salmon and lox. They get their cream cheese from a farm that is like, or get the milk, something or other. It's linked with a farm. Oh, it's got to be the milk. The milk. And the then they, they might like process it or something like that. Sure. And like do that in-house. I didn't fully read up on it. They get these eggs from a specific farm, organic, free range, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. They cure their own salmon in-house. Fire. And they, and they make their own sausage as well. 
Damn. And so you are looking at hand-pulled bagels. Bagels are double-dipped in seasoning as well. There's no bottoms on, that, on, those, on those guys. Gotcha. You go seasoning on the bottom, seasoning on the top. So in everything cut bagel, in that thing is just, yes. Yeah, cut in half. So you have seasoning on both sides when you cut it in half. Pretty fire. Interesting. Is that just for the open face bagels? I th think so. I didn't see anyone else's. Um, if you get an everything bagel, though, um, and you get a actual sandwich, mm -hmm. then you're going to have seasoning on both sides. Yeah. So the full bagels you buy sure aren't cut, but they dip them in like yes. something. and Exactly. Exactly. Gotcha. Sorry. Like before they are baked, mm -hmm. they get the, you know, top and the bottom. And then they bake them. So then they're seasoning all right. 360 and then they cut them in half. And then they right? season them again. Uh, well, then they'll put like all the cream stuff cheese and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. So, yeah, because, you know, the bottom of the bagel, it's not as great. I actually save the top for the second half. If I'm eating it open faced. I save the best. Uh, the I, I'm, I'm going I'm to ask you to clarify here. So when you see a bagel, yeah, a yeah, full yeah. bagel that's uncut. Yeah. It has seasoning all the way around it. Always. No, just the top. What bagels are you eating where it's just the top seasonings? Bro, every bagel in the grocery store. No, oh, the grocery store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like grocery store, oh, okay. Einstein, Brugger's. No, there's bagels all around. There's seasoning all around that thing. It's not just dipped? No. <laughs> they bake those seasonings on. See, that's tough because I must be just, I'm, my standards of bagels are so low. Dude. I mean, they got to be awful. They're awful. Yeah. So when you said you, they cut it in half, I thought you said they cut it in half. And right? then they season, they season that. it again. Oh, no, no, no that's my the, bad. And the inside of it, I'm like, that's kind of a cool idea because then you have everything seasoning throughout it. Then that would be great. I thought it was already a genius thing because like, I'm like, oh everywhere. my God, there's no quote unquote <laughs> bottom of the bagel anymore. <laughs> bottom of the bagel <laughs> <laughs> i was like where hang on i, I know i must be missing something um so no it's seasoned just, well yeah long story short seasoned very well gotcha <laughs> they just do everything in house fresh greased oj oh. make their own cold like they literally have a bucket yeah like a five gallon like five gallon buckets of just oranges and they're just grabbing them and just throwing them in juicing all their oj here you go squeeze it to order they got their own like cold brew they've got their Sounds own like heaven dude it is you could buy their coffee you can buy olive oil there that you can buy hot sauce there and they're like organic hot sauce with the, these special peppers and like they ferment them and like i don't think it's their hot sauce i think yeah, it's a company a that they, they enjoy yeah product they enjoy just really thoughtful very well done food and I don't know where else I was maybe saying that the food blew me away. The food blew me away. It was actually probably the last one I came on here and talked about was Hanuman. Mm -hmm. Just like you were talking about best friends. And this is one of those places. Yeah. That I'm, is up there. I'm really excited because it it's been on my radar. Um, and yeah, I felt like you cheated on me a little bit. I know. I, you know what? Here's the thing. How'd in, you sell Katie? In my defense, mm -hmm. we were going to kick coffee. Kit Coffee was closed on the weekends, the location that I went to. I didn't know there was a second location, but we were just a little hungover and we were trying to get to Kit Coffee and like go walk around a little bit and it was closed. So I'm like, okay, well, we got to go to this bagel shop because we wanted breakfast. Let's go to a place we haven't been to yet and we were feeling kind of a breakfasty mood. 
Wow, so the stars just aligned. Yeah, I guess so. And it just further confirms that you're just always one of the OGs at finding the best restaurants. It's goaded. <laughs> it's goaded. Uh, it's not a hidden talent anymore. It's, yeah, it's very it's something aware. You can, something you can flex yeah, at all times. It's uh, Papa knows where I, I can sense it. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's in my loins somewhere. <laughs> like, you a could fat, tell. like a fat sixth sense. You could tell like it, there's something to do with some of like the lettering even. Like their their branding, their um the aesthetic and the, the place. swag of the place. Yes. Like they kinda like I don't know. We we would just listened to a podcast, you and I, and there was um ch- something about like if you're gonna have a cheat meal and like eat chitty, you should yep. get something that's the best you can get. So like for example, if you're gonna get pizza, don't get Domino's. Go to like a local yeah. pizzeria that makes their own bread. They have cheese from a cow they use. Like at least know where the product is coming coming because one, it's just going to taste better. It's going to satisfy the craving a bit more and it's just way more healthy for you. And so finding a place like that for bagels, I mean, did you feel that bad afterwards? No, no. And I ate so much cream cheese. It should have destroyed me. Yeah, but it's I not- mean, I did take about like six lactose pills, but like, you know, that's all preventative, but it's all from a good source. That's the point, right? Yeah. And like they got their salmon like in... I know you don't eat salmon. This is not like your your thing at all. But when you get like cured salmon from a grocery store, it's so unbelievably salty. It's so, so salty. Really? Yeah. Like it's it's almost not even worth eating sometimes because it just dominates everything. Because, you know, you're, you're packaging up raw salmon. Yes, you're vacuum sealing it. But like, yeah, it's got to hold on shelves for a long time. Mm-hmm. If they're doing it in-house, like, it actually was very much more of, like, a buttery, less harsh taste. And it was really, really delicious. You know, and then they have, like, their red onions and capers and fresh herbs of dill on there. Ooh. And this cream cheese spread on this everything bagel. And also heirloom tomatoes were on that sandwich. Awesome. On that bagel. Really, really not up your alley. The one that would have been up your alley was Katie just got, like, the OG. And it's just, you know... You know, they made their own sausage, got their eggs from that farm. Yeah. And they did this scrambled egg, but it wasn't scrambled. It was like a folding egg technique. So it was like kind of velvety, not overcooked. Almost like an omelet. Yes, exactly. Like a folded up omelet, essentially. Mm. A lot of egg? Nope. Not a lot. Equal parts egg to sausage. And they did a cilantro aioli. Great. Because I hate the sandwiches where they fold the egg like way too high and it's like almost like a gimmick. It's like, I don't want that much egg. Dude, it's basically like biting through just like a weird like styrofoamy like piece. Mm. It's a weird texture. It always like tries to shoot out the back. No. So Uh, they did it. It's almost like they built it as like a square essentially. Like that that, like um, the egg. It just holds up really well in there. I've been uh, bragging about my... uh, breakfast sandwich making recently you know what i tried out your breakfast sandwich actually i was working from home the other day and just made some caramelized onions Mm -hmm. did the whole nine yards um and then like did the marbled egg Mm -hmm. oh it does hit dude yeah that's i do avocado oil i get that thing ripping hot in the Mm -hmm. pan and then I try to make the egg like the size of a um, English muffin, so I'll fold the corners over. Mm-hmm. And you're basically frying it on the bottom, right? You get that. You get that guy crunchy, crunchy. And you break the yolk. You try to keep the yolk just on top of the egg, which takes a little like oil flicking with the fork or a little mm-hmm. bit of like hidden t- tricks. Sure. And you flip it and you kiss it. 
Yeah, three uh, seconds. Three seconds. It, yeah, <laughs> you want that egg just a little runny, just a little runny. <laughs> that little kiss right there just reminds me of the. You just get one of those like Madison when you're going away mm. on a vacation. Like, I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> that one's gonna last you. Yeah. Um, give a, let you that know, one sink in for a little while. Yeah, you flip that over, you give it a kiss, and you put down. Um, oh man, and it's I love just it's my favorite seconds. egg now. Yeah, the marbled egg is special. Remember when we found that originally? Mm-hmm. We were doing the um, we're doing the spam mousse yes. sandwiches, but they were on Hawaiian rolls. Yeah, with green chives. Oh my god, spam. dude, those things were so good. With American like chipotle a, aioli. Yeah, sriracha aioli. Yeah, there you go. Whoa, that's yeah. when we were starting to get into food a little bit. We were that making cool. that drunk one one or two times. We ate it like once, and we were both like, "Bro, this is so much food." We we made like a full square of it. Essentially, right. it's not one of those. It was not one of those foods you can like go and get up and do something afterwards. No, you don't know where that span's coming from. Yeah, this breakfast sandwich I'm making, I'm gonna, I'll make it for Chris's bachelor party if we have to make sandwiches. It's mm-hmm. so easy. Slaps. Yeah, because I just buy the little sausage cubes or like the circles pucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just flatten them right there on my spatula. Really solid. Bang, nice. bang. It's awesome. It's like a little smash breakfast sandwich. So the boil and bake, it, all in all, we got we to gotta take you there. So it's, it's that place. Yeah. So we're going to do that for the Ryder Cup. Yep. You're, yep. Whoever the loser is is going to bring boil and bake. We're gonna, just going to do a Friday and Yeah, Sunday. the loser for this tournament week, this weekend. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. We got a two-day tournament coming up. I'm so excited. And I have, a follow, and I have a two-day tournament following that, too. A two-day again? Mm-hmm. Wow, your boy's out here repping it out. Yeah, men's league. Damn. So I got a member guest and then men's league. This might pay your mortgage. It could be. <laughs> I got to pick up that fat 300 check real quick for my three club. Oh, that's going to be so nice. Yeah, it'll be nice. A little extra. Little... My God, a little extra. Yeah. That's 360, well, dog. I, I mean, okay. Realistically, I'm never going to top this golf here for the rest of my life. No, this is the greatest. I peaked. Yeah, um, this is it. This is you, really you hit tough. the sweet spot. The four club doesn't count towards your handicap. You go and collect a first place the pro- the the weekend prior because you shot seventy eight. Yeah, and you're coming off double first place wins and a two hundred and fifteen dollars skin, and first place tourney win, last tournament. I didn't win. I got second. Okay, wh- whatever. It's yeah. like a difference of I twenty bucks. The yeah. big thing is that you got that skin for two hundred. Yeah, two ten off of Chris. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, so I'm. I mean, also. Broke 80 twice this year. You're peaked. Hole in one. Oh, my God. There's nowhere else for me to go, bro. <laughs> oh, God. I'm coming crashing down. I had, I had possibly the best golf year anyone could ever have. That's unbelievable. I mean, what, what am I going to say next year? What are, my goal, what are my goals or aspirations for next year? And you, you're going to go into the, um, you know, so a 10 or sub 10 handicap and that was also a goal of yours you're headed right there in that direction it's staring you right in the face i mean after this weekend i assume i should be you might if you post 80 82 yeah i'm gonna be realistic if i go 85 85 sorry i'm gonna be happy with that yeah i think so i think that's a 85 is where a good day for me if i go 89 i feel a bit more disappointed though yeah high 80s is when you're a little bummed out because that's close to bogey golf and you're better than that You've proven that time and time again now. Wow. Crazy to think about that. Shooting 83s is is not uncommon. No. But if you have a bad ball striking day from the Blues, 
85, 86. Okay. From the Blues, for sure. But 85, 86, no problem. Blue, blues, if we're playing a lot of yardage, 88's fine with me. Yeah, you, it would be a tough number to take from Miles Square, though, at what an 88. For sure. I'm yeah. talking like, if I'm getting to like the 7,000 yards, 6,900 even. And of, course, to, and of course, you're not too fam like familiar with. Yeah, I'm going to have issues. Yeah. For sure. But um, what else did you get? I know you told me about a taco place. But yeah, I yeah, yeah. Taco place. I, that, that's another place that you, like, I actually, we both kind of found that together. And I asked you if you found Taco Mesita, if you've eaten at it before. And you're like, actually, Madison, I just walked on over there or drove on over there because it's right around the corner from here. Oh, right. That Taco Mesita, that drive through. This is, this is exactly. Oh, yeah. Been there multiple times. Yes. This is exactly what we believe. I'm going to go ahead and speak up for your case, too, because, mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like you stand behind this. Mexican food, you try too hard sometimes. Way too hard. Way, way, way too hard. Just get down, get some good smoke, mm. have a good or one or two good um, salsas, decent tortillas, mm -hmm. and some like fresh accoutrement. And that's it. And you're golden and you are wildly successful. Get some pickled right. onions. That's not hard. No, good sauces, maybe something like creative within the dish that we haven't seen before, but it's very, all of it needs to be simple. And a good price. Right. And a good price. So like, you went all the way down here to get Taco Mesita. Well, so here's what happened. When you guys were away, mm -hmm. we came over here to water. Right. And there's three or four restaurants in like Old Town, Tustin. downtown, like Tustin, we wanted to check out. Actually, Katie folded and gave in to me one time. It was because it was like, it was soba or there was another like sushi spot around here that we wanted to try. Yeah. Um, and she's like, you know what? No, you pick. Because I was like, hey, what about this taco, like, taco Mesita place? I mean, you know me. I love Mexican food. Can eat yeah. it basically every day. No problem. No questions asked. And she handed it over to me. And I was shook that we went over to Taco Mesita. And my God, was it delicious. We got two margaritas. Yep. A bean and cheese burrito. Fire. A chicken burrito. With mole? Not with mole. Okay. I did not know that was an option. They have chicken mole there. Got it. Okay. Um... I'm bummed we did not do a taco, so we're going to go back. And Katie got a chicken quesadilla. Fire. And we got churros. Awesome. Dude, $58? Yeah. Like, well, I don't, we got three entrees, a dessert. Oh, and we got taquitos. Yeah. And, like, we even tipped them 15% or whatever. And, like, you know, after all of that, all the drinks, all the food, I think it was, like, 50 and then, like, you know. A $10 tip. Right. Did you guys go in through downtown Tustin at all? Yeah, we drove through real quick. What do you think? Loves it. Oh. Yeah, loves it. Love to hear that. Yeah, loves it. Chalk's right there. Yeah. Uh, they have a lot of good-looking restaurants, too. Yeah. That little downtown Tustin is pretty nice. It's, it's really special, dude. You can see what it might be becoming here. Oh, yeah. Starting to switch over. Especially with that. Dude, and the fact that they have a drive through is one of the coolest things ever. Yes, they only do two proteins, but dude, they do this food so well. And they also the corn's do, great. Yeah, and they also do oh, it looks fantastic. Didn't try it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I had like a corn relish going on in my burrito and it was right. fire. Um yeah, you can go drive through. You can also I think you get margaritas to go. I think so too. And I think they're five dollars in happy hour. Yeah, when you guys move out here, we can just make that our spot. Oh my god, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, and it's 
it's almost it's too sour. It's like your dad's uh, margarita mix. Mm. They don't give you enough tequila in there to kind of cut through all that. So we just kind of all right. We like you know drank a third of it, took them to go because they're just in plastic cups. Whatever, threw them in like a thing, threw it in the back seat. So we're all safe, no big deal. And then we just you know went back, had another drink, and just poured a little bit more tequila and ice in those drinks and kind of just leveled it out, dude. Just it's fantastic Fire. stuff. Yeah, really good. That's awesome, man. I'm glad you guys enjoy it. It's awesome that you enjoy Tustin. There's new home builds going on right on that there. corner. Is there I really? I just saw a sign recently. Okay. I got to right. keep it got to keep an eye out on those. So, um they look like townhomes. Okay. Um but they're going to be like stacked on top of each other. I don't know how I feel about that though. Yeah, you remember like by the John um Buyer work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're that's talking about. That's the type of vibe I, I was. No, I don't know if I would want to live in one of those. Okay. I that's I didn't know for, for yeah. sure. I kind of checked it out, but we'll have to double it's check. It's a good sign that this area is doing that, though. Uh, this is going to be one of, like, Orange County has, like, phases of towns that start to blow up. And there's always ones that have been staples. Newport, Long Beach. Long Irvine Beach. was the last one. Right. Irvine, Costa, Costa Mesa was the last one. Costa Mesa, for Costa sure. Costa Mesa has been heavy in the limelight right recently. Mm-hmm. And then they will always be in the limelight now. Costa Mesa will always be oh, an yeah. amazing city. Tustin's next. I think Tustin's next. 100%. It's Tustin, Because you, you already have Irvine right there. It's just, it's going to, it's going to bleed over. Yeah. We love the Old Town Tustin vibe, too. It kind of reminds me a little bit about... Um, like downtown Old Town Temecula a little bit, yeah, almost. Old, old, old Town Orange, too, because we're right by Orange. Yeah. We're like ten, our house is like 10 minutes to downtown Orange from here. That's awesome. That's so awesome. So Orange is right here. Um, Santa Ana will be in one of the cities that blow up. But we just love how the homes over in Tustin also have like a little bit of like a backyard. There's not a lot of like two-story homes. Mm-mm. They grow more horizontal. I'd rather be more horizontal than I w- would want to do. Vertical. Go vertical living. Yeah, we'll have to. One day, you guys are gonna have to come over here, and we'll do. Come over early, and we'll do drinks, and we'll go like drive some real estate around yeah. here. Go do that, and we'll have. We're the always in the on, back. We're always on Zilla right now too. Yeah, and then just go check out like the really rich, like the next level up from us. Yeah. So we're like, oh, maybe we you know, start looking over here because this is I don't know. It's gonna be hard for Mass and I to leave Tustin. We're kind of. Locked into it's a the good city spot, now. dude. It's a good if we spot. can go to the next stage of it, we really love the homes over there. You're gonna love it too. Um, I would love to touch on this last little topic here uh, before we do our three words, which is um, Novak Djokovic winning the um, U.S. Yeah. Open. You always get Jokic, Jokic, and Djokovic. Oh man, those you, are t- you, you, I mean, inter- you can't blame me. No, they you intertwine the two, and I don't blame you. It's just yeah. it's one of those you can't things. Blame me. They're, they're they're way too close, way too similar. Yeah, you call them. You can call them Joker. You each call them the Joker. But I feel like you can't do that because Djokovic was never the Joker. Yeah, they called him the Joker. Did they? Yeah, I never remember ever being hearing people call him Joker. Mm-hmm. They'll do that. So both long, the Jokers. Long, long time ago. Long okay. time ago. That's fine. I'll, they're both the Jokers now. You can. You can go there. As long as, I mean, we're never going to be talking about tennis and basketball in the same situation, really. So, Djokovic. Yeah. Okay. When's the U.S. Open? Yeah, really cool. And you, um, how much did you actually watch? You said you tuned in for a little bit of it. I tuned in for the Shelton Tiafa was the one match I watched the majority of. Yep. We watched that one together. And then, um, and then I definitely checked in when. Novak was playing uh, Ben again. Yeah, Shelton. Watch that, and then watch the um, Medvedev versus Alcaraz match, 
which I never saw I coming in a million years. Yeah, I didn't either. I, I thought Alcaraz played like garbage, though. Yeah, he didn't look that great. Um, but then, yeah, I once after the first set, I saw it. And I'm like, oh, he doesn't, you know, it's wood. He's going for GOAT status. Yeah. And he just, you know, and he clinched his 24th major title, most in the open era. Um, The dude is just, just, again, it's crazy how some of these athletes now, it's just, it's a, it's a testament to how far our nutrition and our recovery and like physiology has come over the last like 10 years because these guys are playing well and playing well into their 30s. Yeah, because, I mean, it's just only going to get better. Yeah, it's crazy. And like the last, uh, um, you know, I feel like if you go back even like 10 to 15 years ago, mm-hmm. I feel like the tennis players didn't last till like, you know, the great ones only lasted like to like 31, 32. There's so much ground and pound going on with tennis that so you play these long matches. It's crazy. And so managing all of that, the stress levels you put on your body. So anyways... The fact that he's still able to do this at 36, he is the oldest winner of the U.S. Open Championship. Crazy. And doesn't look like he's really slowing down at all. Looks like he's playing super well. And he's still flying around on the baseline. It's unbelievable how athletic he is. But the coolest thing that we wanted to touch on, um, because I actually watched a little bit, and it was on Sunday night. I threw it on after all the football. I was just a TV watching machine all weekend long on Sunday. Yeah, just football game, football game, football game. Then U.S. Open. Yeah. Um, but what really got me going uh, because it was his twenty fourth major title, and you know he takes off his jersey and all of that, and you know putting on his watch and you know you know takes off his jersey and then puts on a Kobe Bryant Mamba mentality tribute shirt right and he's got 24 he's got 24 on his jacket and he's got like 24 like on you know his like sweats or whatever he's going on and um you know obviously tennis is one of those things that it's a it's a very much gentleman sport and these guys are like they don't even want to talk about themselves really when they go up there and accept the trophy and even when you know the finalist gets up there in an interview they're not really talking about their game. They're always talking about, wow, what an accomplishment mm-hmm. for Novak. What a class act this guy is. What a testament to all the hard work and his coaching team, blah, blah, blah. It's very cool and it's very um, humbling as well. And it's, it's like, yeah, you get, you're like you yelling and screaming at one another and you're competing, but it's all like for you know mutual respect. It's a cool, I feel like it's a cool situation. Sometimes yeah, it's maybe, really cool. Sometimes maybe people don't like that because it's a little bit too buddy buddy. Maybe at yeah, times I, guess so. I could I could see. Um, I don't know. I feel I still feel like you want to win, and then you can have respect. Just like you know, if you got Peyton Manning and Tom Brady shaking hands after the Super Bowl, you know there's utmost respect between there. Even though you guys kind of went to war, you know, in a matter of fact, right. Um, so then it's Novak's turn to go up there and he's talking about, you know, how great Medvedev is and whatever, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, the interviewer asks, you know, what's up with the, uh, the Kobe shirt? What's going on over there? Um, and he goes on this tangent, you know, I thought it would be a nice thing for me to put this together with my team. And I actually just had, a, you know, a couple guys put it together like a few days ago when I realized that I had a shot at winning this 24th title 
And I, you know, I have a lot of like respect being in the United States. And, you know, one of my favorite people of all time, Kobe Bryant, was essentially a mentor to me at one point in my career. Crazy. And really showing me how to compete, how to come back from injuries, how to bounce back and a mentality for that. And, uh, you know, I don't know if I'm the same person I am today. Um, and I don't know if I'm winning that much if I didn't have those text messages sent back and forth and those like couple phone calls here and there. Um, and I, that just really, really took me off guard because yes, I know like, like, you know, elite athletes may be like talking to one another and like, Hey, how are you finding your edge? This and that, but you can also not give a shit as well. Right. Like Kobe didn't have to do that. Just as though like when people donate to charities or anything like that, like, you know, it's, you don't have to do that. Like you, it, it, it's all, it's like, dude, you figure it out. You're a champion, whatever. Right. You go about it your own way. It seems like Kobe was that way for a lot of people. A though. lot of people. Like he didn't really like realize like how much of an impact it had. Like, so is that why like Kobe is, it, I think that's a factor when you factor, when you consider, you know, one of the legends and greater, like, you know, greats of all time. That's definitely, a, in my mind. He's got to be one of the, I mean, he has to be like the greatest, one of the greatest competitors of all time. Yeah. If, I mean, if not my opinion, like if the greatest competitor, man mm-hmm. always wanted to compete. You hear stories from throughout all of the NBA, from everyone who wanted to talk. He, he right. was just a competitor through and through. And um, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy how open he was about being a champion. And it was never anything um, to hide. It was always like, yeah, I just work really stupidly hard. So it's just like, it was just like MJ, kind of. He had a little party side, but same thing like Tiger, openly, like, I'm here to win. Right. That's it, flat out. I'm just going to work harder than you, and I'm going to win. Tiger and Kobe Bryant were probably, like, the few people that really understood each other. Yeah. And Tiger um, was... MJ, though, goes out there and says that Tiger Woods is the better, this the best competitor or like one of the best athletes of all time. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, cause MJ loves golf. Right. And he just sees tiger. He's like, I'm just the man and I'm just going to outwork you and you're going to lose more times than not. Right. And, and it's I'm just like that just simple feeds right into him. Yeah. It's um like MJ was pretty guarded with what he taught people. Had that chip on his shoulder. Totally. Tiger has lightened up. Definitely. Definitely. As he's gotten older. He could still compete. And Kobe, I felt like he always would, putting people on game. Exactly. Yeah, I think so. It was, I mean, if it wasn't him directly telling it, he showed you mm-hmm. almost always. Mm-hmm. I remember like the story of um, Karan Butler getting um, picked up by the Lakers. And Kobe always texted people when they joined, like, congratulations on being a Laker. Blah, blah, blah. I'm really excited you're on the team. Um, we're going to start working out here shortly. And you and I are doing blackout workouts. And Crumble was like, oh, yeah, whatever that means. Oh, he doesn't really understand. It's like Kobe being Kobe, whatever. They go, and he has the hardest workout he's ever had in his life. Right. Um, and he basically essentially blacks out. Right. And then he, like, goes, and they get ice, and they eat, and they water, they shower, and they hit shots. And then they work out again. And he's like, the whole time I'm just in this daze. And... um Kobe's like, what do you think it's called blackouts for? We're, we're working out until we black out. 
And he's like, and I'll see you tomorrow for another one. And Cron Butler ended up being an all-star that year. Oh, so sick. Yeah. Yeah, he's one of those guys that will bring you to a better level, whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, it's what a it's just an, it's a really hard concept to wrap my mind around. And sure, there's levels of it, but I feel like you know Kobe just brought it to it like another level. And you know, you hear about it all the time from athletes in the NBA. And so, right when I kind of circling back here now to Novak, and when I heard that, and how he was like a, one of the cornerstones for this kind of stuff, and him being a champion. Like what kind? Well, how cool is that? You know, Kobe passed three years ago. Yeah, three four years ago. Three years ago. It's pretty cool, and people talk about him all the time still. Crazy, uh, and it's just it's the global effect. Global, huge over in China, huge over in Europe because he because he grew up over there and play, learned to play basketball over there, and like global phenom type stuff. Um, and you hear about it all the time from people, so. Um, shoot, that little like that one got me a little emotional when you were talking about, um, was it Lawrence? Yeah, the girl. Yeah, I, that was a moment where I was very like emotional in a sense of this guy has just accomplished something so great, but he's so humble and never like again never really forgot where he came from and wanted to like pass on some of his thanks to someone that you know really meant a lot to him and impacted yeah. him. And I've got a Kobe Bryant book that's sitting over there like it was just collecting dust for like six months. And I decided to pick it up and read it that night at midnight. Didn't get very far. Ten pages. Did you fall asleep? Um, it was like 12.30, 12.45. Did you fall asleep instantly after you put the book down? N- no. 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 <laughs> I was wondering if reading made you sleepy. No. No, I could have kept going and I got to a chapter and I said, it's probably time to call it. <laughs> that was probably good. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, awesome, dude. It's it's just so fun that you can find uh, inspiration and things like that, you know? I think you get that way the older you get, too. I think so. Yeah. You start finding inspiration and craziness and little things, right? That's beauty. That's cool. Oh, buddy, what a hell of a podcast. I think we run through these uh, three words real quick and then we let the people have the rest of their day, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Get back to it. All right. I think you said, go ahead and um, set the stage for this gotcha. one for us, bud. Because okay. uh, this one's going to be based on a little little Vegas trip. Yeah, we're going three worst parts of Vegas. And obviously, we tried to avoid the, the always the worst thing. So, crowds and uh, walking. And price. And price. Yeah, the crazy expensive drinks. Right. Um, my honor, honorable mention was girls in heels. Oh, that's such a good one. Um, oh, that's girls such in the heels a good Vegas. one. It's a tip I always tell young kids who go to Vegas. If they, you know, when I was uh, or the experienced Vegas goer, was tell your girl to wear shoes that aren't heels because you're gonna walk around everywhere. You can wear sandals. You gotta mm. just wear flats or maybe like low wedges. You gotta do something. No heels. I just tell girls to throw tennis on. Like some really trendy tennis Thank, shoes. And you know what? Thank God the tennis shoe is making a big time comeback right now. Yeah, just throw tennis shoes on. It's a fashion thing. Good, great. Converse. Right. Nikes. No big deal. Whatever you want, fine. Right. Just no heels, please. Yeah, because then you're complaining about your feet and we got to leave because your feet And hurt. now you're walking barefoot on the strip. 
Oh, that's, that's a recipe for disaster. Let yeah, me tell you, you that. You're asking for heroin or AIDS. One of the Something. Two. I mean, there's needles on the, on the, you never know what's going on down yeah. there. So number, number three, tables are super expensive. Yeah. All the gambling tables are 20, 25 yeah, that's, minimums. That's um, brutal. The Uber pickup situation at each hotel is super annoying. Yep. Where is the super pickup? Am I in the right spot? You're blacked out drunk. You're like, you're on the taxi side. You got to go over here and you're like, where the fuck are you? Just come and grab me and transport me to where I need to be. Yep. And uh, my number one most hated thing is no good bars on the strip. Yeah. It's, well, and then if there are, they're, you have to pay. There's cocktail long bars. Lines. It's ridiculous. No fun party bars. No fun, good dancing party bars. Well, you can just go. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like a piano fun, bar? Just a fun DJ? Yeah, there's very few of them. Right. The piano bar is fun. But that's not a DJ, though. I see what you're saying. Just a very casual DJ. Let's go. Cool dance floor. Yeah. Or even like a it's like a, It's like bar. I want to go to a club, but I don't want to go to a club. Right. Just a bar. bar. Maybe meet some people there. Like um, like that one bar we went to, the pop punk night we went to. Like That would be a fun bar to mm -hmm. have in Vegas. Yeah. A lot I more know. dive, fun party bars. No issues with that list, dude. And I don't think you're going to find very, very many issues with this one either. Let me hear it. Um, my number three, it's just like it's a struggle to get any sort of a, like a grocery store sometimes. Oh, yeah. It's always, they're always either awful, all the CVSs on the strip or near Terrible. it. Terrible. And the grocery stores are right around there suck too. And it's, it's also just getting, it's just going to get grocery. Like it's, if you're not arriving with it, you're probably not going to have it at right. any point because it's not going to be worth the trip. And then, like, you know, you just make do with what you can snag at CVS. Fine. That's, that's okay. But, I, you know, sometimes you just need... Sometimes you need something else and chasers or whatever, and you have to walk 15 minutes to a CVS. That's tough. So that's, right. that's, my, that's my three. Number two, yeah, it's, it's like the lack of taxis and then the Uber pickup. That's my right. number two for me. Sometimes... You go, and taxis are honestly, like, not a thing anymore, really. Like, there's very limited. Right. And there's, we had to wait for, like, 30 minutes for a taxi one time. That's tough. And, you know, like, Ubers were, you know, 20, 30-minute wait as well. They were just all taken. We're like, we're stuck. This is crazy. Where were you guys at? Um, we were over at, like, a volleyball tournament. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it was just swamped and packed, and, like, you know, people are trying to go places all over the place, and... Wow, we just we just couldn't go anywhere. It was crazy. Um, this is my number two, and then my number one is anytime you're trying to just. I, I don't know if this is really a Vegas thing, but it tends to happen a lot in Vegas. It's just anywhere, anytime we're trying to rally the troops to oh, go yeah. anywhere. Okay, guys, it's time to leave. We're going. Right. Like it's with. I hate that. Or like, where's so and so? And there's so many flashy things going on. Right, I just get you know, you just get distracted by something shiny all the time. Yeah, I think I think you just gotta tell people this is where we're going, and we'll see you there at this time. That's with age now, you know. Of course. All right, buddy. You well, that's awesome list. Stupid. Yeah. Awesome, awesome list. Um, you got anything for the people? No, no, not a whole lot, dude. Yeah, uh, we watch the same Shane Gillis stand up here. Yeah, exactly. Let's uh, we got to sign off. <laughs> We've taken enough time out of these people's lives. Mm -hmm. Hour and a half here. Well, that's the longer to one. Um. Shout out to Devin and Jake for helping us out through and through the podcast. Couldn't do without you guys. Um, follow us on all social media in the Cabbage Pod, um, Instagram, YouTube. We're all there. And um, like, comment, subscribe, all that jazz because we're not going anywhere.
We're in the cabbage. And just a reminder, keep swinging.